everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Mareva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Robert Birch. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Doing pretty good today. How you doing? Pretty good. Good. Hope everybody's doing good out there. Yeah, hope everybody listening is having a great week. Yeah. Um, we've got a great couple movies to talk about. A so this week is feature. a double feature. Yeah. And um, and they're both about kings. Yeah. So uh, we've got the King's Speech first at 9 o'clock this Saturday. And then following that immediately is The Madness of King George. Uh-huh. So two British kings. Two British kings. Right. So Named George. Two really good movies. George. Two really good movies. So... Um, so let's first talk about the King's Speech. Uh-huh. Um, let's go, talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's yeah. go ahead and set that up for everybody. <laughs> um, so um, Prince or King Edward, I can't remember, the third, or uh, yeah. he abdicates the throne of Mary Wallace Simpson. And uh, um, King George VI is elevated to the throne unexpectedly. Yes. Uh, he would just as soon not have had that happen because he had this, you know, a really terrible speech impediment, a st- Stutter, uh, a stammer. Yeah, stammer, yeah. yeah that, uh, and so he um, has to make this, you know, speech to the country, uh, and uh, he doesn't want to do that, for sure. He doesn't want people to hear his, you know, he's very embarrassed about his stuff. Right, right. And um, so he hires a, or his wife, uh, who, you know, we all knew as the Queen Mother, um, she uh, arranges for a speech therapist to, to help him um, take, you know, to change his speech and to, to give this very important address. Yeah. So two great actors in this, Colin Firth, Jeffrey Rush, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, just nailed these performances. Right. Um, you know, Colin Firth won the Academy Award, uh-huh. um, and but very surprising to some people because um, you know Colin Firth, they said he didn't look anything right. like George the Sixth, which is not really a requirement no. of you know doing historical. Because I don't remember what he looked like. Right. And yeah, yeah. It's been so long since it's I've so long seen since him. I've you know, hung out with him. And um, but Colin Firth is like ten years older, yeah. than he was at this time too, which you know, sort of nitpicking, I think. But, yeah, uh, well, yeah, he's and, brilliant and, in this. Yeah, and and he wasn't even actually the first choice when when the movie was being written. Um, it was actually it, they had in mind Paul Bettany. Uh-huh. So he wasn't even the first right choice. So. Um, but yeah, um, let's talk a little bit about some of this Oscar stuff because I mean, <laughs> he won some. I mean, against right. a lot of people that year. And what's great is, and I didn't know this, is that he got so into the character that after he was done filming, uh-huh. he actually couldn't stop his stutter. He actually still had problems with a little bit of a stutter. And his daughter was a speech pathologist who helped him um, get over that. After, yeah, you know, to to snap out of his fake stammer <laughs> that he you know is supposedly putting on, right. he really took it a little serious there. Yeah, you know? maybe he's a method actor. <laughs> no, we not keep talking. No. no, not again. More method <laughs> actors. Um, why don't you just try acting, <laughs> my um, dear boy? So not only did this win for Colin first, but I mean it won Best Picture uh-huh. that year. Yeah, um, and it's the first. I didn't know the the first Australian film. To win the Best Picture Oscar. Yeah, which I didn't even know it was an Australian film. Right. I had no idea. Uh, it's all in Britain. I thought, well, uh, it's right, a exactly. British film. It's got to be a British anything, film. Right, 
Exactly. You would think so, but uh, but yeah. Um, so okay. So still on the Academy Award thing, I, I just thought this was a really funny bit. Colin Firth won the Best Actor Oscar for his uh-huh. performance as King George the Sixth in this movie. Uh-huh. The very next year, he presented the Best Actress Prize to Meryl Streep for her performance as Margaret <laughs> Thatcher in The right. Iron Lady. Iron Lady. And then Streep presented the Best Actor Award the next year to Daniel Day-Lewis for portraying Abraham Lincoln uh-huh. in, in Lincoln. So in the span of three years, leading actor Oscars were presented to the King of Great Britain, uh-huh. the British Prime Minister, right. and the President of the United States. <laughs> so, well, now, okay, so, uh, uh, you know, these little twists. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, who plays uh, the Queen Mother in this. Yes. She uh, also in the series, the HBO series, The Crown. She plays uh-huh. Princess uh, Princess Margaret, I believe. Yes. And so uh, she has played um, both mother uh, and daughter. Right. You know, of the you know, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. And she actually was in two films this year. Um, oh, in two thousand ten. In two thousand ten. Uh-huh. Yeah. Two and queens. Two queens. Yeah. Well, one of those queens. Okay, so this this one right. And the other one was in Alice in Wonderland, where she plays the Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts, right. off with their so, heads. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that's a hilarious um, <laughs> comparison. But, and, so, and Colin Firth, he, um, he you know, plays the king in this, but he is, a in real life, a uh, hardcore advocate and, and activist right. uh, to um, dissolve the monarchy. Uh, you know, so right. here he is, you know, playing. <laughs> he's playing what he's trying to right get out of. Yeah, and you know, some would say it. like lifting up in this way the the monarchy. Right. Uh, you know, humanizing. Um, you know, a monarch, and and at the same time he's you know he's not like a radical or anything. You know, he's no, not, but but he you know would rather see, I guess, uh, Britain's money spent on something uh, more productive than a um, you know a very wealthy family right. that has very little to do with. Right. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, Guy Pierce plays the older brother of Colin Firth, but in reality, he's seven years younger. Than uh-huh. I always love stuff like that. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about William Shakespeare, and you're going to go, why William Shakespeare? Why? Why? So they're talking about William Shakespeare in this movie, uh-huh. and one of Lionel Lug's, Lug's sons mentions the Scottish play. Right. Well, the Scottish for anybody who doesn't know this, and, and the Scottish play, or... the Scottish play is Macbeth. Uh-huh. I said it. <gasps> I said it. Um, no. According to a very, very wild, wild widely held superstition, uh-huh. um, that play is cursed and is to never be said on set. And I've done theater. You've done right, theater. Right. And I mean, I'm not necessarily superstitious, but most worked, actors but are. Most people are right. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Um, so it's been many a plays I've been in when, you know, oh, Macbeth, oh, oh I mean, the Scottish play. Uh, or know, a quote. Or a quote right? or yeah, whatever. You're not supposed to quote uh, the Scottish play. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like a million other things. I mean, I've never, ever uh, worked at a theater that they didn't say was haunted. Right. Or um, uh, you yes, say. Yes, every theater in America. You never say good luck. You say break a leg. Break a leg. Right? That's right. So, just another superstition, I think, you know, <laughs> but uh, some people swear by it. Some people swear by it. Um, so Winston Churchill, who portrayed, you know, is portrayed in this movie. Right. The real, I didn't know this, and this, I, I just, this is one, the most random fact I, uh-huh. that I found about this. 
the real Winston Churchill was seen so often with a large cigar, which every picture I've ever seen of him, Uh he has the cigar, Uh that they actually named a cigar in his honor. Oh, yeah. So there's the Churchill Cigars. And if you want to know, they're exactly seven inches long (laughs) and a 50-ring gauge diameter. And you didn't know this? I had no idea. You were not a smoker. I'm not. I've I've had a cigar here once in a while. Yeah. I don't but know anything those, about them. Oh yeah, I mean that's uh yeah you go in and and that's a major yeah um, division of yeah the Churchills yeah uh, and it really it's too big a, a cigar for my taste. I mean it's like that's a commitment. <laughs> that's a commitment, that's a commitment. right? That's like uh, yeah well, I'm gonna be smoking this for several hours I guess. That's funny. But um, okay, so Churchill right? Um, Helena Bonham Carter and this she um, you know plays the Queen Mother, um, and has scenes with Churchill. Well, uh, Helena Bonham Carter's relative, she is in, uh, I believe her, her aunt uh, was great friends with Winston Churchill. Oh. So, you know. Uh, it's, high, uh, friends in high places. Yeah, I guess. You know, I mean, it's a small world. <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Sure, sure. And it's, a, you know, it's an island. So I guess you get to know eventually everybody in England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a little island you across know, the pond. Like, we're here. We're gonna probably bump into Ringo sometime. I'm sure. You know, <laughs> he's my buddy. You know. Um, well, I missed this when we were talking about Academy Awards. I completely missed this. But it also won best direct, but best director um, for Tom Hooper. Who this was only his third movie uh-huh. and th- his first nomination ever. Right. Like I'm like, okay, well. But yeah, the first two movies, Red Dust, 2004, and The Damned United. Ah. I've never heard of either one of those. Red Dust, I've heard of that one. I've never heard of either one I of those. I haven't seen it. I've heard of it. But yeah. You know. um, so in this, the Lionel, the speech pathologist, he says to the king, Bertie, uh, his, his nickname, uh, that uh, you can't smoke during the sessions. Right. Well, the real, you know, the king, real King George VI, he smoked... 20 to 25 cigarettes a day. Wow. And, you know, guess what? He died from? I'm guessing lung cancer. Lung cancer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At the age of 56. Ooh. You know. Yeah, that's young. Now, it's no, it's not Donald O'Connor territory. Oh, my where goodness. We're smoking two or three packs a day. Yeah. No, no, no. Nine packs. What? A day. Nine. Right? How would you have time for anything else? Right. And then he's a, he's a dancer. Yeah. At the same, you know, yeah. and he did all those stunts and everything, yeah. and, and singing in the rain, you know, where he runs up the the, the he's just wall all pumped up on all... nicotine yeah. and just running all over the place My and doing God. backflips. Nine, nine, nine packs, packs a, day. a day. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. All right, speaking of crazy, we yeah. got to move on to our second movie, <laughs> or else we're going to run out of time to nice talk about. Nice segue. It. I like nice that. Nice segue. <laughs> so, the madness <laughs> of King George. Uh huh. Um, you had actually seen this in the theater, you said. A long, long time, time ago. Well, 94, you know, yeah. I mean, when it came out. So. I was working at a, a TV station in Iowa, and I saw this uh, in a really small theater in uh, Fairfield, Iowa. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, it was pretty good. I had never actually seen this movie until we got ready for this taping, for this uh-huh. podcast. And uh, I found out real quickly how little I knew about <laughs> King George III. <laughs> well, this is the king... You know, that, that America uh, right. fought the Revolutionary from, War yeah. to get away yeah. from, right? Where they complained constantly about King George III. Really, you know, in this film, it, it portray, if portrayed accurately, 
Um, you know, it's it's really very little of King George making edicts against the colonies. It is Parliament, of course, you know, yeah. the bureaucracy. Um, and while well, King George is basically uh, being chased around by his his servants and uh, his heirs, who are all trying to run the country without his participation, so um, it gives you a different perspective. Right. Um, I didn't know that he was considered to possibly have a psychiatric illness, and uh, some very interesting things about some uh, um, urine issues. We'll just <laughs> go ahead and say it. Sure. So um, they yeah. believed that uh, George III's mental state was caused by something called porphyria, porphyria, a metabolic imbalance that can cause. Blue urine. Blue urine. Yeah. Now I'm freaking out if that happens to me. I'm running. I'm going to the doctor first thing. Like I will right. be at the emergency room ten minutes later. Going, what is going on, guys? Well, now uh, of so, course that was before emergency rooms. Uh huh. <laughs> so long before they would ever be able to diagnose <laughs> how what was causing this. But uh, yeah, recent research into his written correspondence would suggest that he had, they say, bouts of mania. Right. Now, I, you know, is that like, uh, you know, you have it and then you don't have it or right. you know, what? But, uh, was a co- there, but the common type of medicine that they used back in the day for that would cause blue urine. I'm not taking that medicine. No, no. Well, back, I mean, you think <laughs> I, what they would give you back then, oh, you know, I know. mercury. Mercury or, and... and uh, strychnine. Uh, <laughs> uh, they would bleed you You just got to hope for opium at that yeah. point in that time of history. <laughs> they were still bleeding with leeches until World oh, War I. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, I know. Bloodletting. Oh, yeah. my goodness. N- to balance the humors in, you know. And they would kill you. And they you would know. kill you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, he died. <laughs> but... Um, so, Nigel Hawthorne, who plays King George III in this, he, um, he had played this on stage. Yeah. This was a stage play before it became a film, and he very much wanted to, uh, to star in this. You know, he, it was his great role. Yeah. Um, uh, he won an Academy Award for, for Best Actor for this role. Yeah, and it was his own, it's his only Oscar. Right. Not only the only Oscar, but the only one he was nominated for. Uh-huh. Yeah, but to prove that he had a, a screen presence, that he you know was not just a stage actor playing to the balcony, that uh, he took a, the role of uh, John Cocteau, the bad guy, the bad guy in uh, Sylvester Stallone's futuristic you know <laughs> movie with uh, uh, Sandra Bullock, yeah, um, Demolition, Demolition Man, Man yeah. which I love, I love that film, <laughs> you know, uh, Wesley Snipes, you know, it's an awesome one. film, and and he plays a really creepy John Cocteau. Yeah, you know, uh, or a villain in yeah. this, right? Named John Cotto. Yeah, and uh, so that was how he proved that uh, to the to producers that he could he could carry a film. Yeah, and they were also concerned about his age because he was sixty five during the time of the movie, and uh-huh. the character the the time frame that they're portraying King George was he was in his like early early fifties, I believe. Right. Um, so yeah, so there was also concern about his age, but. He nailed, uh, he nailed the part. Yeah, he was great in this. Yeah, and you know, there's uh, you know another familiar. There's a lot of familiar British actors. You know, Ian Holm is in this. Yes, uh, Helen Mirren plays uh, the Queen. 
Yeah. Uh, she's, you know, she's she was nominated. Yeah, she was nominated for Queen Charlotte. Uh huh. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But what's funny is she went on to win Best Actress Oscar for playing Charlotte's descendant, uh-huh. Queen Elizabeth II, in the show The Queen, 2006. Ah. Mm. Yeah. I, so I I did not know that. I I, I that's what I that's what I'm finding out. So, um, but now yeah, there's, uh, there's so there's that scene right where they uh, restrain him to the to the actual throne yeah. of England, right? Yeah. Right, and um, there's a, a, a piece of music that King George II um, had commissioned. For his coronation, as you well know, of course. And uh, <laughs> um, but you know, as they're they're strapping him to the um, the throne, they play this. You know, the music plays in this film, and uh, it establishes that restraint scene. You know, they put like a leather strap around his head. You know, it kind of looks like a crown. On right. the, you know, and um, so the restraint scene is seen as is played. As a sort of mock coronation, you know, uh, I don't know. When you read the trivia notes on this, that's something that pops out. So. <laughs> um, I didn't know this until we were reading these notes. And this is just a crazy coincidence. So um, when we decided to do this double feature, we had a couple movies to choose from. Yeah. And there was The King's Speech and The Madness of Kings. And we're like, well, they're both about kings. Let's put those two movies together. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Um, never knowing that... When this movie was released um, as a bonus movie on the UK Blu-ray version, the bonus movie was The King's Speech. Uh-huh. So that's why we, of course, made this a double feature <laughs> with The King's Speech <laughs> and Madness of King George is because, uh, yeah, they were released on the same Blu-ray. The same Blu-ray. So, you know, we had to. We sure. just had to. It would have been a double feature no matter what. Right. Right? right? <laughs> well. It would have been. It would have been so. Um, and there's another familiar. So Ian Holm is in this, right? From Alien and and uh, many, you know. Oh yeah, a lot of English films. Uh, uh, a familiar face to Downton Abbey fans will be Jim Carter, yeah, who played Mr. Carson, the um, the butler, the lead butler, yeah, the yeah, head butler, yeah, from uh, Downton Abbey. From Downton so Abbey, something very near and dear to our hearts here at. at uh, OETA. That's right. Yeah, it's done very well for us. Uh-huh. Um, for PBS in oh, general. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, well, we are at the end of our time. Again, oh. we keep two. When you have two movies to talk about, they go really yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to Dan Owens, uh-huh. um, who sent in a great celebrity photo with Gary Sinise. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's the a real really, Lieutenant the Dan. Real, it's a funny story. They're both Lieutenant Dan. They're both Lieutenant Dan. So, Dan Owen is a lieutenant uh-huh. in, the, I believe, the Air Force, right? Um, yeah, like a uh, yeah. And um, so Gary, they they meet Gary Sinise. They take photos, and he explains to him that they call me Lieutenant Dan. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so Gary Sinise, he was like, "Well, you got a kick out of ni- Nice to meet the original Lieutenant <laughs> Dan, Gary Sinise." You know. So um, so tune in Saturday at nine. Um, to see that celebrity photo mm-hmm. and to see our celebrity photo segment. If you have a celebrity photo, yeah. please send it in. Put it in. Put it in here. Send it to us. Email, mail, whatever. You, however you can get it to us. Get it to us, and we will put you on the TV. Make uh-huh. you famous make for 15, you famous. Sa- 15 <laughs> seconds. Get your Andy Warhol 15 minutes. <laughs> That's, right. Right. That's right. So, um, okay, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, please tune in next week. Um, we're going to have... Talk about Ooh, another Exodus, Exodus with Paul Big Newman. movie, yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be coming to you next mm-hmm. week. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening. And until next time, take care. Bye-bye. 
make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.